Welcome to the Feel Good Running Podcast. No matter what level runner you are, and whether you prefer road or trail running or both, you will find this podcast informative, motivating, inspiring, and entertaining. We have interesting guests, running-related information, inspirational stories about real runners, and much more. Now, here's your host and a longtime runner himself, Jim Lynch. Hey, runners, how are you doing? I hope everybody out there is doing well. And you know what? Summer is winding down. Kids are back in school. Labor Day is coming up. I live in Denver, Colorado, and September and half of October is my favorite time here. The weather is perfect, great for running. Just love it. And race season is coming up, so hope everybody's prepared for that. Whatever race you may be doing, good luck to you. In case you're wondering, my name is Jim Lynch, and this is my podcast, Feel Good Running. I'd like to welcome you to it. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking us out. And as always, I appreciate my regular listeners. Thank you for keeping the show going. And if you can do me a solid and share this on your social media network and with your running friends, man, it helps the show to grow. I read a statistic recently that podcast grows by their audience referring the podcast to others. So if you can do me a solid and refer the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. Thanks, man. Really, seriously. Thanks, man. All right. We got a wonderful show for you today. This is a mini-sode and I have three inspirational stories that are really going to inspire and motivate you. And that's going to be coming up here very soon. All right. Just a couple things. I went and saw the movie Respect. And if you don't know what the movie is about, it's a kind of a life story of Aretha Franklin in her younger days and how she rose to stardom. I got to tell you, it's an amazing movie. There are things about Aretha Franklin that I didn't know. Not that I was a huge fan of Aretha Franklin, but I did grow up with her music. And the highlight of this movie is Jennifer Hudson. Man, does she have a voice. Could listen to her sing all day long and such an amazing actress, pure joy to watch. And I just know she's going to be nominated for an Academy Award. So if you're trying to figure out something to do, go check out Respect. Great movie. Well, recently I was out with some of my friends and we were having drinks and a conversation came up. I don't know how this came up, but we started talking about it. So have you ever gone grocery shopping and You're walking around and putting your items in the cart and you get a little bit hungry and you grab something, open it up and start eating it in the store before you check out, before you pay for it. Have you ever done that? Personally, I've not, but a couple people in our group, they do that regularly. So is it right or is it wrong? I don't know, but we debated it for some time. Some of us thought, yeah, you need to pay for it first. And others said, well, when you get to the checkout line, you're paying for it anyway. So what's the big deal? Well, after a lot of discussion, probably a lot longer than we should have discussed this, we came up with the conclusion that if it's something like a package of cookies that you open up or, you know, something that can be scanned, that would be okay. But items that are weighed or maybe an individual item like an apple or an orange or something like that. Well, we came to the conclusion that that would not be right. So what do you think? You can send me a note at jim at feelgoodrunning.com to let me know your opinion. 
Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it against your morals? It's not a big deal. I don't know, but I'd like to hear your opinion about it. Not that this is going to change our life one way or another, but it was a pretty interesting conversation. So yeah, throw me a note. Let me know what you think. Jim at feelgoodrunning.com. Love to hear from you. All right. You need to get inspired and motivated. So with that said, let's go to this episode's inspirational running stories. Searching anywhere and everywhere. Here is this episode's Feel Good Running News. Like wine, ultra running gets better with age. Well, I am not an ultra runner, but hey, let's go with it. Meet Stan the Man Cottrell. Stan takes running to a whole different level by counting miles the way some people count the minutes it takes to get their daily latte. To him, covering 30 miles in a day, every day, for 100 days, is just another day. Sound extreme? Well, it is. And what makes it even more extreme is the fact that Stan is running this distance on two 78-year-old legs. Ah, you heard me, 78 years old. Stan has run across the United States twice and is now in the middle of this summer's run, a 100-day, 3,000-mile friendship run from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. The first time he ran across the country, he averaged about 66 miles a day. Now, at 78 years old, he's dialed it back a bit and plans to finish his third cross-country trip of 3,000-plus miles in 100 days. Well, being a runner, which I assume you are because you're listening to this podcast, it's likely you're pretty competitive. But try topping this. Stan ran across Europe in 80 days. Stan also ran 2,152 miles in 53 days across the ancient, unknowable, forbidden land of China where foreigners had never been permitted. Stan ran across 40 different countries and has accumulated more than a quarter million miles of running in his 63-year career. That's more than 10 times around the earth. And Stan has run from New York to San Francisco in 48 days and set a new Guinness Book of World Records record. So you may ask, why all this running? Well, as runners, we all know the reasons why we run. Health, fitness, sanity, hitting our goals, the challenges, the inspiration. It's the compulsion we have to be out there every day, hammering out mile after mile after mile after mile. Stan adds something else to his reason list, and that's giving back. His inspiration is steeped in hope, faith, and friendship. Every mile he covers generates support for some of the most important, life-changing organizations in our society. Organizations like Operation Underground Railroad, or R. They exist to rescue children from sex trafficking and sex exploitation. R really has made a significant impact in the fight to end sex trafficking and sexual exploitation by rescuing and supporting thousands of survivors in 38 countries and 26 U.S. states. Hope, faith, friendship. That's what drives Stan Cottrell to keep putting his 78-year-old legs and feet to the test. His running is helping to save lives. So now you may possibly feel inspired to try ultra distance running and 
maybe even an ultra marathon. I'm not, but hey, you can. It's never too late to start. And if you start now, you may just catch up to Stan. So here are some fast, fun facts. Female ultra runners are faster than male ultra runners at distances over 195 miles. The longer the distance, the shorter the gender pace gap. Participation in ultra running has increased by 1,646% in the last 23 years, from 34,400 to 611,000 yearly participants. There have never been more ultra runners. There have never been more women in ultra running. 23% of the participants are female compared to just 14% 23 years ago. Now here's an interesting fun fact. Ultra marathons are easy. Hmm. Okay, maybe not that easy exactly. But don't be put off by the big mileage numbers. They're definitely easier than they sound. First of all, no one is really interested in your time. They'll just be impressed you covered the distance. So there's far less pressure and rush to finish a ultra marathon than an actual road race. Hmm, maybe I should consider an ultra marathon. And ultra marathons are just eating contests, really. According to Christopher McDougall in the book Born to Run, ultras are eating and drinking contests with a little exercise and scenery thrown in. Now, that's an interesting way to look at it. Hey, by the way, if you haven't read Born to Run, go out and get that book. It's a classic book. If you're a runner, it's one of the top five that you need to read. So go now. Get on Amazon. Order the thing. I'll put a link in the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com. All right. So Stan has his own bottom line. He said records and stuff like that slowly fade to the back. Because it's meeting people, inspiring people, and as I inspire, I'm the one that's getting really motivated, and it's just interacting with people. It's been an incredible journey. Isn't that wonderful? What an amazing man Stan is. But you know what? What we really want to know is this. If, like wine, ultra running gets better with age, does Stan include a good glass of Cabernet in his daily training regime? Hmm, we really hope so. Keep running, Stan. You certainly are an inspiration to all of us. And maybe I'll do an ultra marathon someday. Who knows? Who knows? It'd be because of you, Stan. Because of you. If you run, are you really a runner? Well, sometimes self-doubt gets the best of us. Our insecurities, our jealousies. That voice in our head that says, I can't possibly do that. We all have things that make us uncomfortable with who we are and get in the way of who we can be. How many times have you heard the quote, real runners were born with it, that they somehow have the genetics that makes them fast or gives them that flawless form or they have that precisely perfect neutral strike or even more annoying that they have superior physiology that makes them less prone to injury and they don't even breathe all that hard on the uphill. I personally often wish that I could run like an elite runner just once to feel what it would be like. The truth is, there are humans more physically built for running. But it doesn't mean that the rest of us aren't runners. 
I first heard about Erin Azar because a YouTube algorithm fed me her videos. Now, you may know her by her social media handle, which is at Mrs. Space Cadet. And since she has become a TikTok sensation with over 21 million likes. Then I heard her on the Ellie on the Run show podcast. Fellow podcaster, great podcast. Check it out. Her self-deprecation and natural snarkiness by itself made Aaron fun to watch. Her messages, though, are so powerful. She didn't set out to be a runner. She never considered herself a runner, but she runs. And the transformation that the simple discipline of running has brought about in her is what she describes as an epiphany. She started running because she was feeling super down and out after the birth of her third child. Then one day, she decided to run a mile a day for 30 days to see if she could do it. She put on her ratty clothes and shoes with holes in them and went out the door at a moment when she was feeling the height of frustration and just plain overload. She documented each day on YouTube, and I have a link to her first day on August 5th, 2019 in the show notes for this episode at feelgoodrunning.com. The 30-day period ended, and while a nice tan and weight loss were the physical changes, she said the real difference was inside her. She was more confident, but mainly, she was happier. Well, after her first 30 days of running, she decided she had to spread the word. Back before she started her 30 days, she searched the internet to find runners that looked like her and had setbacks like her. And as much as she looked, she could not find even just one person. She knew they existed, but just couldn't find them anywhere on the web. So she started posting on social media, and suddenly she became the darling of the everyday runner. People wanted to laugh at her antics, but moreover, people got super motivated. Several posts said, I ran my first mile today. She made what seemed like a preposterous notion completely doable from a mile a day to a marathon. And she did it. She is self-admittedly a quitter, but this time she didn't quit. And she didn't start with the goal of just a 5K. It was a goal of a marathon. She was afraid that she would get too old to run one if she didn't go for it right then. Or she might get hurt. But she wanted to show that someone who looked like her could be part of the exclusive marathoner club. So if you're possibly thinking about your first marathon, or maybe you're even training for your first marathon, here are some fun, fast facts. Less than 1% of the U.S. population has completed a marathon, according to Run Repeat. The average marathon runner is about 40 years old, according to the International Institute for Running Medicine. There's no ideal age to run a marathon, and your finish time will depend on various factors, not just how old you are. But women tend to perform their best at about 32 years old. In contrast, men generally run their best times around age 34. This mentioned in a 2019 International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health Study. Women's average marathon pace is about 11 minutes and 41 seconds per mile. After six months of training, first-time marathon runners had lower blood pressure and less stiffness in their arteries, according to a January 2020 study in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. 
And compared to sedentary people, marathon runners showed fewer symptoms of depression. And that was included in a November 2020 study in the Journal of Psychiatric Research. So if you haven't met Erin online yet and want to see some of her great videos, you can find her on TikTok at Mrs. Space Cadet. And of course, I have this and other of Erin's links in this episode's show notes at feelgoodrunning.com. You will laugh, no doubt, but there's so much more to it than that. There's a first time for everything, and Erin will have you running out the door to start your very own mile a day to a marathon or whatever your race or running goals may be. And listen closely, runners. Always remember, you do not have to be born a runner to be a runner. In my opinion, the everyday runner like Aaron are the real runners. Thank you, Aaron, for making a difference in so many lives, including your own. You rock, sister. There are days where running just feels hard, like a grind, like a chore. Like this month when it's so hot out and smoke from the West Coast fires are hovering over the city of Denver where I live. It's on those days you need a little something extra to not only get you out there pounding the pavement, but to keep you going the distance. Lots of people have lots of ideas on ways to keep you going when the going gets tough. But I ran across one woman who really takes it to the next level. She collects stuff as she runs. Stuff off the side of the road in ditches. Stuff that's been discarded either by accident or on purpose. Sometimes it seems impossible to tell the difference. She has started a Facebook page called Jog Treasures to show off her prized items and has almost a thousand followers. She is Liz Polyek and she lives in Fargo, North Dakota. She's currently training for the Sanford Fargo Marathon on Saturday, September 25th, so she spends a lot of time racking up the miles during her training runs. Her secret to keeping herself going is looking for treasures along the roadside. Hmm, trash or treasure? You decide. She's found everything from unscratched lottery tickets to dentures, stuffed toys, a shower organizer, bungee cords, and license plates. Pretty much everything you would expect, but then there's the unexpected like pillows, wigs, driver's licenses, underwear, nicotine lozenges, knives, wallets, working cell phones, credit cards. Hmm, wonder if those are still valid. And a drone. Yeah, a drone. And sometimes trash is a treasure, especially when there is a real positive outcome. In this case, not only has Liz found a way to keep her going on the long runs, she's also lending a helping hand to the environment. You see, the treasures she collects and brings home to showcase on her Facebook page, she ends up keeping in a collection or properly discards the item. So there's far less trash along the roadways in Fargo. You see, the treasures she collects and brings home to showcase on her Facebook page, she ends up keeping in a collection or properly discards the items. So there's far less trash along the roadways in Fargo. She even gets honks and thumbs up from passing motorists as they notice her picking up her treasures. Liz has certainly found one great way to keep herself distracted as she focuses on her training runs for the Sanford Fargo Marathon. And of course, there are lots of other ways that we've heard about, including common stuff like music and meditation. But here are some others that we found that we thought were good to add to the mix as a lot of us are training for the big fall race season. 
All right, are you ready? So number one, turn into the running Taurus. Yes, it's as simple as it sounds. Engage the brain enough so that you're keeping your form and breath control, but keep your head up and really check out your surroundings. Take a look at the things around you. Notice the license plates of cars and try to figure out why a person would pay for vanity plates reading 2LGT2QT. That's 2LGT2QT. Now, I just read off the letters and numbers, and if you decipher it, that would be too legit to quit. Now, I suppose you need to be running on the road, but if you're on a trail, then this doesn't work for you. Number two, itemization. Start with your toes and think about each body part one at a time. Assess how much stress each area is under at the moment. If your ankles are bothering you, check in with your knees and make sure they're feeling okay. If your hips are bothering you, think about your hand position. Don't clench your fists. Kind of like a mental hot potato of pain. Number four, play one song on repeat until you've learned the entire song and can sing karaoke to it. I don't personally do karaoke, but I love watching it. Now, if you want some extra bonus points, you can enter a karaoke contest later and win. It would probably only take one to two runs to learn an entire song. Now, I don't know this from personal experience, but seems quite possible, I think, right? And number five, podcast. Yeah, that's what you're listening to right now. Instead of music, download a few different podcasts and listen to them. Podcasts like uh, Feel Good Running. I hear that's a good one. It's my favorite. Or Alley on the Run. Personally, I love podcasts and I'm always looking for recommendations. So what's your favorite? Send me an email at jim at feelgoodrunning.com and let me know your favorites. All right. On a closing note, keep your eyes on the road, but always be scanning the ground. You never know what you're going to find. I have a runner friend, Brittany Charbonneau, the funny runner, who I interviewed in episode number 27, who collects change when she runs. She's collected quite a bit of change over the years, and she's got some great stories. And you can read about that on her website, which I'll put a link to in my show notes for this episode at feelgoodrunning.com. Now, one of my other running friends once found a $100 bill on the ground. And since my interview with Brittany, I now scan for coinage. And so far, the past year or so, I found about seven bucks. That's not too bad. Well, Liz, thank you so much for helping the environment and making running more fun for us runners. And to everyone out there, happy running and good luck on your own personal treasure hunt. I hope you find some really, really good stuff. Well, runners, I hope you enjoyed this episode's inspirational running stories. Stan, Aaron, and Liz... How inspiring are these folks, huh? I really love finding stories like this and bringing them to you. It just gives you a little bit more inspiration, especially if you're a runner. It's it's good to hear about other runners. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think you would. All right. So we always close our episodes with a quote, an inspirational quote. Now, the one that I found for this episode has no author. So if you're listening and you created this quote, well... Let me know so I can put a tag next to it. Give you some credit. Here it is. Some may start running to change the outside, but what keeps many going is the changes on the inside. 
I want to repeat this because it's really an amazing quote. Some may start running to change the outside, but what keeps many going is the changes on the inside. As I was reading the quote, I think about Erin because after her 30 days, she felt happier and that was a change on the inside. So did you originally start running to change the outside, but found out that the changes on the inside were just amazing? I know I did. Think about that the next time you're running. And think about the changes that have gone on inside since you become a runner. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? All right, well, that's it for this episode. And we have something new included in this episode's show notes, timestamps. So this episode, if you didn't want to listen to me, you could go right to Stan, Aaron, or Liz and, and listen to them. Or, of course, you can listen to the whole episode. But for this episode and future episodes, you'll see timestamps in the show notes. So you can get that at feelgoodrunning.com. And also remember to get on our email list. Just go to feelgoodrunning.com and you can sign up. I promise not to spam you. The most emails I would send to you per month is two. That's it. Just two emails. Okay, that's it. Be safe out there. Get your run on. Got to get your run on, right? And remember to always be kind to others, even when some are not kind to you. It's really good for your heart and soul. Peace.